Well, yeah, I mean, you see, you see, you see Mr. Beast, you know, just make it look so easy. Mm-hmm. He just throws his face on a thumbnail and gets 100 million views. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did you know just... who else has 100 million views? Who's that? Who's that? Not us. Not but us. hey there, everybody. <laughs> I was supposed to be like, Welcome Yo. to Pixel It. My name is Kevin. Alongside with me, as always, is Phil. And today on the show, we have very special guests. Dylan, who is the developer of what is it called now? Wildlands. Oh, yeah, the rebrand is Wildlander, Wildlander formerly Wildlander. Ultimate Skyrim. Formerly Sorry, Ultimate Skyrim. Formerly Skyrim roguelike. Formerly, this is like the fourth name. For yeah, it, right? there's, there's been a lot of names, I guess, at this point. I missed the marketing class about like keeping the same name for brand yeah, recognition and retention. Yeah. It's like you know, let's just yeah. lose an entire user base every so often to really keep you on your every toes so and make often. sure you're still yeah. you're doing keep- it. You know. Keep your brand on your toes, you know? Exactly. Just, just keep an eye on it. You're good. You know, if they were too comfortable. Fans, they'll figure it out. Exactly. They'll figure it out. <laughs> it's if true, they, right? If they really care. Yes. <laughs> it's like, meanwhile, it's like no one's playing. I'm just kidding. Some people are playing. <laughs> a few, a handful. So uh, today on the show, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about a book. And it's a book that is... Oh boy. Um, it's a book, all right. It has pages, it has numbers, and it is. This is not a Worlds of Power book. It is a Sega Power book, and it is titled Golden Axe. Golden Axe, everybody. Yeah, uh, that Golden Axe. So, a little bit of backstory about the game Golden Axe. Uh, Golden Axe was released in 1989 in the arcades. The It, it was a Sega uh, original. It was uh, designed by a man named Makoto Uchida, and he was a huge fan of the Conan movies. Clearly, huge mm-hmm. fan. Uh, Conan and Frank Farzetta were just, you know, just just Frank Farzetta posters all up on his wall, everywhere. Um, everywhere. Uh, and he was also inspired by side-scrolling beat 'em ups like Double Dragon and Street Fighter, which this marks the first time in history that anybody was inspired by Street Fighter One. <laughs> uh, it also had ports to the Mega Drive and Master System, um, Mega Drive, uh, aka Genesis, and the original mm. arcade version uh, ended after beating Death Adder, but the console versions had an additional fight against Deathbringer. And that is Golden Axe. It has also spawned a series that. Continued up until I want to say the twenty early twenty tens. I think the last release was yeah. uh, it was a it was a game that featured um, what's her name the um, uh, Tyrus Flair Tyrus? who is the yeah it was, was she was the, the main Beast character Rider one yes Golden yeah, Axe Beast Beast Rider uh, featuring and Tyrus that. Flair was the main character and Tyrus oh. Flair is also the uh, the female uh, protagonist in Golden Axe uh, that you can choose from. So that's that's the game. It's a three-person game. Axe Battler, Tyrus Flair, and with the 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 little, little fella, the little the little yes. who is Magnet? Yeah. He's a dwarf. I, I have the. I don't know if you guys usually edit this kind of thing in. I have the um the cover art just here like on from the book which is just like i don't know if, if i go like this if you can even pick it up oh yeah just that's a what kind of oh, yeah. demonstrate it's like just 
It yeah. is it is so of its time. It's yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's glorious. The, like even the dwarf mage is just like yoked, dude. Like <laughs> these like bronzed white big hair 80s icons really. I it's love like, Axe Battler's pose. It's this kind of like just just sticking yes. his, his almost a T pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do with my hands? Exactly. Yeah, Gerald Parrell is the guy's name who did the artwork. And his quote is, when I was a teenager, I was very much into Conan and all things barbarian. So there you go. Thank you, Google. for. We got a job for you, Gerald. Gerald, you you like this stuff? Can you you copy it? And... uh, (laughs) Yes, I can. So, Phil, you and Dylan were actually talking a little bit before the show about uh, where from did this book spring? Yeah, this was this one. The author and and for everyone at home, uh, my my computer completely died on me today. So we're doing this by phone. So I'm at a disadvantage. The old timey way. Yes, we're mm-hmm. doing it analog today. Not really. I'm still on an iPhone. <laughs> As analog this podcast digital is sponsored by Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> dash, dash, my transatlantic dot, cable. Dot. <laughs> oh my god! Transatlantic cable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, it was uh, Andy Smith, I believe, is the name of the author of I think all of these, the entire series. Yes. It's, it's a series of five. Uh, a surprising amount of racing style games in there, like vehicular style games. This is the only like sword and sorcery beat 'em up kind of thing, and it, and this was the first in the series uh, to top it off. This guy is not like our usual gang of writers for hire. Oh, he's a writer for hire. Don't misunderstand me. But whereas your Alan Dean Fosters, your Shirley's, like all of the people we've talked to they stay in the genre lane. That is what they're here for. They're here to throw some sci-fi, some fantasy, some horror at your ass. Uh, this gentleman, I, he, while he was a writer at very least, if not an editor, for a Sega magazine? Is that what you found, Dylan? Yeah, I think uh, that's like in the beginning of the book. I'm pretty sure at least the implication is that he was the editor of this Sega Power magazine, UK-based yeah. Sega magazine, and I think he published these books in that magazine. He might have written them for publication within the magazine. It's yeah. not super clear, and I couldn't find any instances of the magazine to you know it's, check my work. I love the like uh, uh, Dickensian, like serialized Golden Axe novel in a magazine. Yes, absolutely. There, like, <laughs> angle. <laughs> it's but he. First off, it's a really general name, Andy Smith, so it's kind of hard to find if you're talking about the right yeah, guy. totally. But based on what I've found, this guy is a writer for hire for basically everything. If this is the same person, he's written children's books, he's written instructional books, mm-hmm. he's written he's written every and, – and, and not in the way that, for example, FX9, Mr. Seth Godin – uh, seems to have made a pivot to marketing, and he's a very successful mm. marketing expert. Uh, right. it, it, this guy just kind of like, if I can vaguely fake my way through 50,000 <laughs> words and you will pay me for it, I will put my name on it. Uh, and that seems to be the name of the game. I could not find a, a website for him. I, could, it was, I think between the general nature of his name and the general nature of his 
uh, bibliography, if you will. It, it, it's it's it was tough to find a lot on him. So this guy, we might not be interviewing this guy. Let me just put it that way. Oh, man. <laughs> if you could, uh, if if I mean, if we could, we would um, maybe. Uh, I maybe. mean, we talked sure. to we talked to Seth Godin, and you know uh, he's. Like, and here's the thing I'll say about Seth Godin is that the the worlds of power worked because Seth, there, it wasn't a pivot for Seth. He did it because he's a marketing, like one of these marketing mm, gurus. That's, he that's basically, a good point. he true. basically saw an opening and was, and already had experience uh, with it once before with Shadowkeep and was like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I have an idea. Hey, Scalette. And the reason why I say he already kind of knew what he was doing is because he went to Scholastic. He had a plan. Yeah, yeah this doesn't true. feel like it was constructed necessarily with a plan. No, no I don't. I don't think a plan was was the first thing on this guy's mind. <laughs> Dylan, did I, I leave anything out? I know you did a little research too. You, I think you got it. I think that's at least everything. And again, my research is based singularly on you know what's published here in this book and at the very end like in a quick google search i guess so almost singularly <laughs> you are better researched than i am the rest well, is just all supposition big bucks, sure it's true that's, <laughs> that's why that's why phil gets gets the big bucks um do, do you know what real quick before we even get into this do you know what my my parents visited this weekend my mom uh, like many of my projects uh you know my my creative endeavors my mother is supportive, but does not understand me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and so she was asking about the podcast and she said it was the most confusing question she ever asked. Because um, I said, yeah, after you guys leave that, that day uh, uh, on Sunday, you know, I mean, we're going to do another episode. And mom said, does Kevin make money uh, doing this? <laughs> it's like, and I went, well, if Kevin made money doing it, I would also be making money doing it. So yeah. she's like, oh no, not right. right now. <laughs> maybe maybe she believes that I'm 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 just like I am the one that is holding the yeah, stealing yeah. all the labor. Like, and I'm like, I'm I'm uh, yeah, I am just I'm just uh, I'm straight up big business over here, uh, stealing your labor, <laughs> man. Exploiting you know? Phil, unfortunately. And Phil needs to form a union of one, a workers' union. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My, my mom is like, you know, you know, Phil makes for a great dancing monkey, but he's not quite bright enough to, to pull this off on his own. So, uh, you know, that she's wrong yeah. about that. I understand I, now mom why asked that same brother, question to Alex Smith. See if he got paid yeah. for this. I think Alex, you're fine. It's like, and this Alex is a real published Smith? book. Was it Alex? What, what was his name? I'm sorry. Andy. I'm, sorry Andy. Andy Smith. I'm sorry. I think Alex no, Smith four was, letter the generic quarter, name. was the quarterback. You're right. It's the quarterback. The, uh, uh. <laughs> it's like that's it's, well, clearly it's what's in my confusing. head. It's extra confusing because Andrew Smith is also a writer, and as far as I can tell, I don't think he's the same writer. So yeah. it's it's just, it's like, and he also has a series on Golden Axe, which is just you <laughs> and know, he did poor a series Andy. of Turbo Graphics novels. Yes, oh man, so <laughs> and, which and, seems equally likely to be novelized than as Golden Axe. That was, I mean, that's I mean? yeah. And you know who Anything's wrote a possible. lot about you know who who wrote a lot about gold was Adam Smith in the, the quarterback. Nations. Yes. Ah. Uh, see. 
full circle. Yeah, full circle. Full circle, I think we can all agree. Just capitalism, man. You know? Oh, man. Um, Come on, what I man. Say. Just say that at the end of any, yeah. any you know, question someone asks me or any, like, you know, monologue we, that I accidentally enter into. Capitalism. We man. say that more. It's, it's definitely a non-zero amount of times per episode that I think we blame capitalism sure. for something. Yeah. In a, I bet in it's a legitimate. I bet it's a, it's a legitimate. There's know, a part of me as pen. much as as much as we enjoy these books and as much as a lot of them anyway, uh, we do sense that something is wrong when you have to create a copy of a copy of something to make for the sole purpose of making money. And yeah, therein sure. lies the folly of the video game novelization. Sure. You cracked I do it. wonder about this one. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I just, I, I get, I, if I had to guess, you know how they say it's always like, you know, oh, I do one for them and then I do one for me. Mm-hmm. I cannot guess that this is one for them. You know what I mean? Because like, who's asking and just <laughs> reading it. Them? I mean, yeah, like I don't, the, the market for this one, I don't know if it existed or exists now and just reading through it like i mean we'll obviously get into it but like yeah at least in my opinion this seemed like i'm i'm convinced that this is basically like a golden axe fan fiction this is like a someone who loved sega enough to like make a sega fanboy yeah like unlicensed like you were saying phil yeah i could be wrong i think that's hilarious because I think the exact opposite. opposite. Yes, that's because clear. This is, because this might be one of the most passionless pieces of prose oh, I've man. ever read. Sure. It's on par for, for our readers, for our readers, for our listeners who joined us for Mega Man 2 with Worlds of Power. To me, this is on the same level of just mm. like, like, like following along. You might not even be playing it. And... We'll get into this probably at the end of the year when we when we have a, a special end of the year episode. Mm-hmm. We start because last year we kind of like sorted out a list of where we kind of felt each book felt. Um, I feel like these these specific uh, Sega Power and Worlds of Power novelizations have to be on their own separate list away yeah, from they're other uncategorizable. Books. Yeah. They have to be sequestered. And and right now, at the top of that is uh, probably Ninja Gaiden is is number that one would, on I, that absolutely, list. Absolutely, absolutely the most the best written one. I'd best say. written huh. one by far. Still, sequester them. Uh, keep these. You know, keep put the put them on a ship out to sea. Uh, let's let's bring out the 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 Middle Ages uh, version <laughs> of quarantining, where they they had people out. Of, <laughs> where they had people out I don't think it's changed all that much. So just yeah. quarantining. No, they, they that was the thing is in 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 the old days what this is your your fun fact history yes, thing. Please. Uh quarantining literally meant uh 40 days. So basically oh, sailors like who were coming back from somewhere where they could have caught disease had to be kept offshore for 40 days huh. uh, to yeah, make sure that they did not have a disease that could be spread to the mainland. Yeah, I just eradicate not. a native population. It's like, oops. I mean, they didn't again. really care that. Well, they didn't care about <laughs> someone else's country. Fair, yeah, it's, it's like, we'll eradicate was, someone else, but not it us. It was the coming back that yeah. Spain yeah. tended to have an issue with. It's capitalism, <laughs> man, you know? 
It's all capitalism. Cap- yeah, fucking capitalism, mercantilism, bro. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Fucking East India Company. Uh, yeah, uh, trading East company. East, East India Trading Company, man. Yeah, Just, man. Uh, chapter one. I'm going to bring this up. God damn it. Um... My 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 transitions are usually timed to get Phil to do a spit take. So. <laughs> Success. Damn. Um, so we're introduced to Axe Battler and the land of Uria. And the big bad evil guy is a, is a dude named Death Adder. And he's been plaguing the land of Uria for years. Uh, meanwhile, in the bar that Axe Battler is hanging out in, uh, the townsfolk are just torturing a dude. Uh, he's, yeah. he's referred to as a I had to go into the game and make sure be like oh it's probably like a monster or something no a Henninger just refers to a le- one a, like a human person who is just one of Death Adder's soldiers just a dude. sort of Sort okay, of. this is this is a I was going to ask you guys about this because I'm not sure and I wanted to get your guys takes I did the exact same thing I yeah. went and looked. I was like, all, I'm assuming this is like a, you know, a direct novelization of the events of the video game. And I went and looked totally. up the different monster names. And yes, they look like just straight up humans, just regular old humans. But I guess maybe I shouldn't spoil it. They die a certain way yeah. that makes me like, mm, are, are, they? are they just, are they humans? I don't know. Well, we'll see. I guess I don't, don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But it, yeah, it's an important but, question yeah. because the implications are significant for either answer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, if we torture a monster, do we not become the monster? Yeah. The yeah. abyss um, is, stares back yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the abyss. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tyrus Flair, who is uh, everybody's favorite uh, hot lady on the cover um, mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. up and tells relays the news that Death Adder, oh boy, he's really done it now. He's captured the king and the princess uh, and also says uh, the other guy who is the dwarf is not available and she's too injured to go so that turns a three player game into uh, this becomes a single player mission uh-huh. and uh, oh BT dubs, your best friend Alex, Axe and Alex, you know, who wouldn't become best friends? I mean, uh, is, it, I did it not has even been killed. Think about that. Your best yeah. friend Alex has been has been slain. So uh single player mission. That's chapter one. They're ready fan, to go. Fan yeah, theory. Basically. Fan theory. Mm. Fan theory. Yeah. Alex is a metaphor for Axe Battler's soul for his inner, the best parts on the inside of him, because Alex, when you remove the middle part of Uh, Alex, you get Axe, which is, of course, the only reason to have such a stupid fucking name. Yeah, Especially when your main weapon is a sword. I know, I was like, (laughs) someone's gotta bring this up. We'll get there, I guess, but yes. It is very and, good. And, and by the way, they gave this guy a spinoff. I used to, when I had an old Sega Game Gear, there was a game called Axe Battler, and I would go, whenever we mm. went to the used game store in town, I would buy whatever fantasy-looking, vaguely, anything that looked like an RPG, mm-hmm. because I was I was sidled with Sega at that point in my life. So RPGs were kind of, you know, they were they were low on the ground. Yeah, I, few I, and I, far between. Yeah, I had, to, I had to get what I could get. Mm-hmm. Axe Battler wasn't quite an RPG. RPG, but it was basically like you were on a map 
and then you'd go to a level and the level would just be a boss. It was just a, a boss huh. game. And you played Axe Battler and you had uh, uh, a sword even through that. So the only thing I could think of is maybe it's because he's battling for the golden axe. For the axe. Yeah, maybe. I guess it's maybe yeah. important to establish that his name is spelled A-X. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But, but the like fact that his name is... I always thought it was a title. Axe. I always thought of it as a title. and that the, So for this guy, yeah, to be like, going... This is axe the axe battler this. game. Yeah, it, it was very surprising. A weird choice. Weird choice. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the um, what's the language that they speak in Barcelona? Catalan. Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's just um, the region. No, is that correct? Not that you're. You know it what I mean? Begins with a not C, sp- right? Yeah. Um, isn't X a, a sh sound in that language? Oh, we're going. To Could be. Yeah, I'm Catalan just saying Spanish. maybe his name is Ash. Could be, and then it's like a callback. I don't know. Something and, tells me that Axe is his name because it's just too. Yeah, there's like the series called Golden Axe. Like this guy's name is Axe. Yeah, yeah Catalan. He, Catalan is also the language. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yes. Just making sure. I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's almost like a, like a. Yeah. I can't say. And is this the? So uh, are you suggesting that? His name is actually Badler. That'd be Ash. Ash. Oh, Ash. Oh, yes, because oh, the X would be pronounced. But I like that X, take I like way that more. For the That's my yes. fan theory. Is that it's it's uh, it's Axe, but it's 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 spelled Axe, but it's Catalan, and it's Ash. I like it. So Ash Badler. Right. Still, Ash Badler. Still got to work on the last name. <laughs> yeah, it's still a stupid name, but yes. it's less stupid now. Yeah. <laughs> so in chapter two. Um, Ash travels to, uh, he's Ash from now on. I don't just going for it, man. I don't care. Um, <laughs> travels to Turtle Village. Uh, and there he kills a Henager, a Longmoan, which I don't, these names, Longmoan. Yeah. yeah, I was afraid it's to in the game as a, as a Longmoan. Mm-hmm. And you can't search that. You can't search Longmoan. You without, just, can't. I mean, you can. Yeah, and you can enjoy the results of the search. The sure. Make but, sure that you hit the shopping tab when you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guts. And and and, uh, and uh, a Storchnaya, which let's throw some Russian sounding names in here too. Yeah. Yes. Um, when I read that one, I was like, "This was that like a typo of like." Stolichnaya, like the vodka. Stolichnaya, like it, it really does feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, it's got to be what two letters off. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, who knows why? Who knows why these things happen the way they do? Yes. I mean, they're having fun with the it, names for certain. It's um, what's his name, Makoto, who who created the game, Uchida, Makoto mm. Uchida, who who created the game. I, maybe he was just you know, he was just being silly, you know, just yeah. having a little fun. Just a, He's a just big a little, Stoli fan. Just a big Stoli fan. He's got to get this in there somehow. So he, uh, he, an axe, Ash, steals a domesticated dragon known as a chicken leg. Um, mm. And then he, he beats up on a tiny dwarf creature known as a thief to replenish his potions. Mm-hmm. And then he, he takes on another group of bad guys and he body shames a giant. Yeah. That's chapter. He does. I remember that. I actually made a note of that here, and I was like, "Oh, Axe Ash, come on, yeah. man, Axe, come dick. on, man, kind a of a bit. dick." 
You know, just because the dude's a, you know, a big boy doesn't doesn't mean you can you can say that in the right. process of killing him. You're already killing him. Like, what yeah. what what is what are you gaining by also making him feel bad about his metabolism? You're dead now, fatty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this I feel is like in the uh, era of like the presidential uh, like fitness test. Oh, so I remember those. Well, actually, but this is UK, so maybe they maybe they had something equivalent, like the 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 queen's uh, the queen's jump around bits. Um, <laughs> jump yes, <laughs> I, I I can tell you a little bit about the queen's jump around bits, but uh, it's like it's a different kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> The it Queen's Jump Around Bits. Welcome to the Queen's Jump Around Bits. I'm Phil. This is Kevin and Dylan. Oh We're going to be gosh. talking about those bits. Why they be jumping around so much? Why are they on the Queen? Yes. It's like, uh, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys later. This was this was a fun idea. I'm going to go. This is great. Yeah, if anything, this is wonderful. That, I'm, that I'm is going to leave. Better. Yes, I, I would do that podcast. I would, I would say that publicly. I'm like, I won't be a part of it, and then I just hop right back into the Zoom. Call. And then you show up, <laughs> and that could, that can be that's it's, one it's for Dylan, us, and the rest for them. It's spelled D I L L O N. Yes, I have like, like totally a fake mustache. She is celebrating mustache, her actually. platinum jubilee. You, we will, we will speak <laughs> her her jubilee bits with respect. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll dunk on the queen anytime. I was like, yeah, I've seen the crown. The capitalism, I've seen the crown. Yeah. You know, it's capitalism. It's more, it's more fucking capitalism. Yes, man. it's all fucking. That's what the, that's the queen what the monarchy of capitalism is. It's it's literally chapter three. Um, wait, wait. Before, <laughs> if you don't mind, uh-huh. for, this is the I. This is like because I had the note about him. Go, go for fat it. Fat shaming yeah. this giant, and this is like when it started to kind of some of the questions, like the bigger questions, if you have any from the book, started to pop up to me. This is like. This is the first time. So in this chapter is when he gets like his first kills on these monsters, right? Yes. Um, when so like if you go and I'm assuming yeah, like you guys said, you're gonna edit in a picture of of any one of these monsters. They're they're just humans. They look like just people, just dudes. Yeah, it's the the ones who ride. You know the the dragon. It's the Stolichnaya. I can't remember what the actual yeah. name is, but I'm just gonna call them Stolies. Um, they the all just look ladies. like, yeah. yes, like generic, like glam metal, white buff people. Oh, yeah. And so I assumed I was like, are these, you know, is he like, are, are these human lives being taken every time he kills them? Um, they like disintegrate into dust. So I was thinking it was like, I'm like, all right, are these kind of, you know, like, is this like a Power Rangers, like putty people kind of scenario? I think that's the case, but it gets more complicated. And this is the only reason I even said anything at all is because, you know, we're our fat shaming giant. I believe it's in chapter two where the giant like says something back or some responds or like, I don't, I can't remember if it's here or not. I'm looking for it, but eventually you'll find that they are intelligent enough to like communicate in the same language that acts speaks so there's like a degree of sentience here so now it's like yeah even if they are putty people you know what i mean like they're not just yeah you know like these are these are sentient creatures that are just being murdered kind of like and i I get they're like the you know the agents of the evil guy but uh there i i did think it was like noteworthy and i was like okay i'm just (laughs) trying to figure out the moral barometer but before this book came out, we already had Shadowkeep where the guy kills a lowly goblin and still thinks to himself, I don't think I should be doing this. 
Yeah, so man. it's got no excuses, man. This is what I mean. Yeah. It's like what degree of kind of a of like ethical grayness are we going to contend with in this? Because yeah. the entire thing, it's it's just it's such an interesting question to me because of the fact that this book exists at all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the the book is because like at that because like to be clear for like anyone who's not played Golden Axe like. It is an extremely simple, like very bare bones, early style side scrolling beat em up. And this book is this like what I think is actually like charming about it is it's like this attempt to novelize the very like very specifically the events of like they don't build on the world at all. They don't expand no. on anything that is not in the games and there's barely anything no. in the games to work with. But they still kind of, you know, like right around it. So, yeah, it was just kind of like this interesting question, like to me of like what to what degree are we going to have a character who like thinks about something like that? Right. I guess I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. None. There's there's going to be no thoughts. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's pretty good. We'll get in. There's more examples that I thought. There's more examples of that. But, you know, it's. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of those. Yeah, We got plus in chapter three. Uh, during this in chapter three literally starts with like the in-between level like camp scene where one of the mm-hmm. old thief dudes pops out and you get to beat this shit out of him for uh, and steal his potions yeah. right and, and like this again like this being the primary in the game there's a, the mechanism by which you replenish your resources is like you know the little random dudes run across and, and you like against bop them yes and that's man. Yes, like you steal their items and it's kind of like, oh, but it's okay because they're thieves. It says this in the book. It's like they're everyone kind of tolerates them because there's so many of them. So we just do yeah. this. We take we their food kinda, and their kinda, potions. They kind of treat them like a different species. Like it's Yeah, not they are. Thief. Yeah, a thief, they, a thief isn't the like name no, of their yes. profession. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean where it's like they, it's you think, oh, it's like a thief. Like here's a guy who's a thief. It's like, no, it's a thief no. and also a different species that they call thief right, who right. also happen to be thieves. It's very strange. This is what I mean. <laughs> the source material does not give you that much to work with. So the idea rare, that this man is here. A rare blue spotted thief. You yes, know, like, exactly. He, it opens so many questions of right. moral. And this is, this is a side note. I was considering back when I was doing the video, uh, the YouTube video thing, I was thinking about writing a video about the how violence is portrayed in games as too often the only solution for so many totally. of the problems because it's like and it's like you know there's the old the old ludo narrative thing of like uncharted you you like there used to be mm-hmm. a, there was like a an achievement in uncharted called ludo narrative mm-hmm. dissonance for after you killed a thousand dudes right <laughs> um, it's, like, it's like i'm the good guy i am the good guy and <laughs> 1000 so, human lives taken and, and it's like <laughs> it gets it, not to get all like uh, uh I don't know, like a Coldplay song playing in Bard's Noble, but you start to ask what the weight yes. of human life is. <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. Yeah, and you have the the thieves who just you know run. It's like the idea that the author chose to just portray it exactly as it was versus you know he had a conversation with the thief and like then convinced him to give it to him or like he you know accosted him multiple times throughout the book. There will be yeah. a little section where it's like. Yeah, and then he saw another thief, so he bopped him, and then Beat he got the shit out six more potions, and, yeah. you know, as one does. It is just, like, an attempt to just narrativize, like, for lack of a better term, exactly yeah. what happens in yeah. the game, yeah, which is special. He, 
Nothing yeah, is special. really left out, but nothing is expounded upon either. No, it's just yeah, exactly yeah. what's in the game. It's not, you see so many, I mean, no I know more, I'm preaching no the choir. Less. Exactly. You guys exactly. have read so it many is video game adaptations. Yes. <laughs> Where it's like, they'll they'll take a, you know, because video games, especially like older ones, obviously don't give you as much like narratively. They're just like no. relatively simple experiences. So when you have, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the experts. I imagine sure. when you have these adaptations, a lot of the time you'll get, or it's like, you know, movie adaptations of so many things, you'll get a lot more in the adaptation than was really present. It like uh, the Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Use totally. that, right? So it's like Castlevania three pretty, there is technically a story. Yeah. It's very simple. And they build this entire narrative and world yeah. and universe out of it. That yeah. is not golden ax. This book, no. I don't know if there's a subtitle. And I just we, think that's so ballsy. I can't help but respect someone who's like, nah, it's going to be, it's going to be yeah, a game. Yeah, we talk this a lot about um, the the goal of an adaptation. And it's it's one of the things that we kind of stumbled upon early, early on. Uh, was that one of the main goals of an adaptation should be matching tone. Is like there shouldn't be a tonal uh, disconnect between adaptation and source material. But that doesn't mean that you can't expand the universe sure. or expand uh, the stuff that you find in the source material to kind of, because like a lot of, so for example, the it's best like to chapters. to be able to tell a good story. Yeah, you still got to be able to tell a good story. <laughs> yeah, the best exactly. chapters of, of The Flood, um, and we interviewed, mm-hmm. uh, we interviewed the author of, right. of Halo of the Flood. And he was telling us that he had to beg uh, Bungie to let him write these interstitial chapters mm-hmm. that were just the stuff that he created whole cloth because uh. the game, the meat of the game was not enough. So these chapters still matched the tone of the rest of Halo, but uh. they were but they were so important to the enjoyment of the book because the Master Chief parts of Halo the Flood are by far the worst parts of the book. Like sure. if you're balancing the two against each other and it's because it is just what the game is. Yes. So, it's like you, there's not a lot to work with there in terms of telling a good story, you know, at least yes. in those games in particular. So in order to tell the story, you do have to, you know, pump it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yes. It's like, I otherwise think, you end up with this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the people who, who said it best and he wasn't talking about adaptation so much, but it's totally valid was Alan Moore when uh, they were asking him if he would write a screenplay for The Watchmen before that was a thing that had happened already. And uh-huh. and he said, no. And they said, why not? And he said, because if I wanted to write a movie, I would have written a what fucking movie. Yeah, sure. You know, and, and that's, and that is it. So if you're going to adapt it, the question becomes, uh, it's kind of like covering a song. If you're going to cover the song, what are you going to yeah, do like, that's why? different? Uh-huh. Right. What's the what, yes. what purpose? What are you sure. going to take do a new take on it? Are you going to, you know, and and the reason things like Golden Axe, for example, fails in my opinion is because they there is yeah nothing new. There is less than no reason to read this book sure. because it's because Golden Axe fucking rules as a game. It's a uh-huh. great game. It's so much fun. I love that game. Uh, it, it was one of the earliest games I played as a kid, and I, I still have fond memories of it. And uh, and it's way less exciting and invigorating and fun to read the book. <laughs> yes. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah. What's the point if you're not? <laughs> it is do true. It? So continuing on chapter three. Um, so you know, there's the thing with the thief. 
Uh, Axe then uh, deals with a Henninger, making him fall to his death. Uh, he rescues some children, kills some more dudes. Uh, and then we have a nice double beat as he kills a storage Naya and steals another dragon. Um, <laughs> yeah, happens and like in the another. Game, still, it's it's a double beat. Exactly. <laughs> it's like every time. It's like clearly. I, I've never. I've played Golden Axe like for literally thirty seconds, and it's like the amount of times in this game that you you. I killed the lady and I stole her dragon. I bopped a dwarf or sorry, a thief like on the bum and got some potion. So many things. I'm like, hmm, these sound like game mechanics that you would mention yeah. maybe once in like a novelization of a, right. you know, a game. But nope. It's like every time. Nope. I almost wonder if it's like shot for shot. It was like, are the exact same amount of monsters in this book as there are like in the games? Because it almost <laughs> it feels, feels like it might be. Feel, yes. It like, feels like the way they're described. It's like, yes. The, yeah. Um, so in, in chapter four, uh, Axe saves more children. Uh, he murders a woman that who is too. begging for mercy, which that scene. One of the really stolies, right? Out. One of the stolies is begging for mercy. And he's like, eh, but you're a bad guy. And he stabs her in the heart. Um, and I was like, this is that's a lot. So I guess we can <laughs> expand and expound where we see fit and the, that expounding is just in the worst way possible. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah. it's like if that doesn't happen in the game, it's like this is the thing that you chose to kind of that's, try that's and... That's the thing he wanted to do. Yeah, was like, I, haven't something too. Enough, I haven't heard enough women in this book. Uh, we, we, we started off by uh, completely, you know, negating, you know, well, what was the line he talks about with the, the female warrior character? He says, he says, she was one of the greatest uh, fighters magic. Of course, he, he'd never Wouldn't tell her that. Tell her. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you tell her that? Yes. Well, he's got to keep negging her, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would never yeah. admit that a woman's good at something. He is. Uh, I'm also wondering. Adler is employing the Dennis method. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And I wonder too if there's not, and I hope that this is, you know, uh, I'm sorry, it's not Alex Smith. What is his name? Andy, Andy. Smith. It could be a, a great guy if he's. I don't know if it's just the source. I mean, you look at the cover of the of Golden Axe, and it doesn't exactly scream, you know, hyper progressive at you, no. which is not a. Di I mean, I understand that it's you know the the style at the time and like kind of the Conan the Barbarian, but I also oh, yeah. wonder it's like those components like the in the tavern, and then also this like I'm gonna murder this one, and also what was it the giant who I guess you know in his defense was male, but still it's like hey fatty like hi yeah, yeah. you're so fat also I'm gonna kill you. It makes me wonder it's, how much of that is Andy versus like, like if there's like axe battlers kind of reading this book going, dude, what? Like, why would you? I, dude, I would never that. do that. Yeah, exactly. I would never do that. <laughs> like, where where does it start? Or like, what percent? You know? It's like, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the original Robert E. Howard Conan uh, uh -huh. short stories. I adore his work. I find it to be amazing. And you read it and you're like, this is like, not great sometimes uh i'm just gonna it's like it's like lovecraft you're like sure. ah, this is, oh yes ah, oh you know and, oh, oh great concept oh bad ooh, bad bad uh, stuff bad, here bad details and bad details and, <laughs> and, and then you and then you read this and you're like but that was extra though this is extra you're, right this is, you're, <laughs> it's like well there's the answer to the question more. i guess Yes, it's like the, you're Phil. It's like, what are you going to add? What is the the impetus for this to exist? It's like, well, misogyny. Yeah, we misogyny. Got it. <laughs> <Sup>? <laughs> Killing this lady. So, um, 
uh, then he faces off against some skeletons, and uh, I put in my notes after winning because all Axe does is win, baby. Uh, he beats up <laughs> some more thieves. <laughs> After after defeating people and uh, murdering defenseless women, I like to kick dwarves in the ass and steal their money, Ste- steal their, their money hero. and their and their food, their, their meat food, yeah. and yeah. their potions. Yes, the um, potions then, the only thing they can stay alive with. And then a giant turtle, a giant turtle talks to him and uh, spo- reveal a big reveal. Turtle Village is on the back of a giant turtle. Yeah, um, and. He, the the turtle's like, hey, I'll take you across uh, the ocean. Just promise not to uh, stab me in the back like the proverbial scorpion, um, because I I just I just saw you kill a woman who was begging for mercy. Yeah. And Fifteen minutes later, concerned. we hear the words, "Sorry, dude, I'm an axe battler," and the whole <laughs> island. Just... Oops. <laughs> it's in my nature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, good lord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the first four chapters. Now, chapter five. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah. Well, we do. This goes into chapter five. We do get a little bit of you know expounding here with the dialogue between the turtle and 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 him. Yeah. Uh, we don't get we and and I will say and I will say and this kind of puts it above Mega Man two mm. uh, in the sense that the turtle's kind of an interesting character because mm. yeah he kind of gives Axe Battler shit. Because uh, yeah. Axe Battler's like this very like rah rah. We're gonna win because I'm on the side of justice. I've got something. That's right. Uh, He's very convinced. Mm. Yeah, and 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 the turtle goes, "You're a fucking idiot." Mm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind turtle's of the, not uh, digging it. Yeah, he's kind of the turtle from the never-ending story. He's Mothra, or something like that. Now we yeah, don't I even care whether or not we care. Uh, I did like the turtle. turtle. Yes, he, I did like that he said that to him. I like the I like the con or like Axe Battler having his first um, what was it like moment of um, the first non like I'm just the best or like because the skeleton gets some good hits in. He's like, oh, actually, if I'm not careful here, like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna fuck it up. And yeah. then having this yeah. conversation with the turtle, where the turtle's basically like, yo, man. You're going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. If you're not careful, you're going to fuck it up. It's like, what is, he calls him a fool. He's like, I have justice and hope on my side. And that's not something that he pulls out a poster. Beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, change. It's going to happen. Open change, and then the motherfucker. turtle's like, mm, not by itself. Okay. So, yeah, I did, I did like that overall. Confirmed leftist turtle. Yes, absolutely. It's like, I want you to win, dude, but like you can't just wish for it and make it happen. You can't just wish for I it, think, man. I need mm. to change my handle and, and I need to, I need my brand to go from El Conquistador to Leftist Turtle. I, I think, think that, that would be good for you. <laughs> that is not bad, dude. Or just like Phil, comma, Leftist Turtle. And then you can leftist switch it up to like whatever you want it to be. But that is a great one. I think that's I, I love it. I love that for you. I love that. Um and also, turtles consistently are the best. Um, if you've, uh, Dylan, have you played uh, Elden Ring? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. And so I you think know you're talking character. about the dogs, though, in Elden Ring, right? I don't remember any turtles in that game. Oh, yeah. It's it's only dogs. Sorry. Yeah, yes. No, <laughs> no there's a... <laughs> ah, that's it. Call it, bitch. 
That's the meme. Air horns. Yeah, no, there's a there's a turtle pope in Elden Ring, and he's just the best dude. He he he's literally a turtle sitting there with like a pope hat on. He's he's just a gigantic turtle sitting there with a pope hat, and he's been there forever. And he's like, he he's the best. You bring him your spells, so he'll teach you spells. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Bring me your shit. Um. His mechanical just, role is to like literally absolve you of sins, which is like, <laughs> dang, you know, yeah. turtle. He's, and you can, you start beating up on him and he'll just let you kill him. He's like pure pacifist. Most people won't let you do that in those games. Turtles are just cool, it, man. Just cool. I feel like there's so cool many, dude. I, I could be, this is a note. You guys are much better read than I am. I'm trying to think of like historical examples of cool turtles. I can think of like Terry Avatar. Bridge. Terry Pratchett. Yeah, okay, that's probably like the, you know, for Discworld. a lot of people. Yeah. Yes, Discworld would be like a good example. Avatar cool Last turtle. Airbender, big turtle, you know, big spirit. I feel like maybe there's got to be some sort of like, you know, theological history of turtles being like these wise creatures. You climb on the back of a turtle in Majora's Mask. I remember that. I don't know if you guys played mm-hmm. Zelda. Yeah. Like one of the turtles oh, takes yeah. you to and from the one of the dungeons. Turtle, turtle turtle bros, you know, they're great. Yeah. Bros? My favorite. The Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ah, yeah. See, you got. Yes, that is true. And they, and you know, depending on the species, they live forever. You know, they, yeah, exactly. they're they. That's. I think yeah, that's man, probably that why the wise thing happens because. Yes, like, you're right. There would be there would be like people pass pet turtles down through family, and it's like, oh, well, I mean, the turtles. My my grandfather bought the turtle, and then the turtle outlived mm. my dad. So <laughs> yeah, dude, I think you figured it out. That's got to be exactly it, man. Yeah. It's just always, just always been kind of walking around the garden for the yes. past two hundred years. <laughs> I think the turtle absorbed my dad's soul because now they walk out in the garden and it's weird. Damn. Um. Yeah. So that happens in chapter five, and then uh, he drops him off. And Axe Badler kills a couple of girl bosses called uh, Strobias, which are the oh, leveled right. up ver- versions of the Stolies, mm-hmm. and uh, a few more giants. And yeah. I guarantee it mentions how he jumps on one of their dragons, like after he kills them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there, I think there something... will. Yes, there has to be. I'll verify. I, I, like I really think. Matters. I think. I think. I stopped noting double beats around chapter five. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is yeah. which? Because will be it's here for the best. All day. Yeah, no kidding. That is true. Um, and then and then we get to chapter six, and uh, he 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 kills a few captains of of Death Adder's army, and then he fights the Tower Knight from Demon Souls. Um, That's right. That is exactly what I pictured in my head as well the whole time. I'm glad they were on the same page about that. And then he, uh, but he tricks the Tower Knight into telling him where Death Adder's castle is. Oh my God. It's, come on, man. Dude, yes. I'm like looking at Phil on that one too. I was like, bro, I'm assuming we all kind of clocked this one or just like, oh, axe battler what an ingenious interrogator you are <laughs> like that's definitely what would have happened this guy would have just immediately while he's talking about how he doesn't trust you he would immediately tell you where his like boss is that he knows that you don't oh, yeah. know he's not here you idiot he's over there like yeah. he's over there he's, he's, he's over in, okay uh, sorry you go down this road <laughs> it's like you but don't left. though but don't he's but, but don't do that that's where you would go if you yeah. were supposed to 
if yeah. you if you see the lows, you've gone too far. Yeah. You're gonna need to make a right, and uh, and then there's some train tracks, and then you'll be there. You are, but don't go there because we're don't. I'm gonna yeah. Don't. I'm gonna kill you right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm bleeding. Oh no, yeah. I'm dying. It's like, <laughs> did you just call me fat? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, an asshole. And then in my notes, I wrote, and oh my God, there's still 10 chapters left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, dude. <laughs> so this is this thing is called the fiend's path that he's on. Mm. And um, he, 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 it, really brief notes here. He's walking along the fiend's path, gets, gets attacked by a bunch of dudes. And uh, eventually the wind starts blowing feathers at him and uh, the ground is, is trembling. It's trembling, it's shaking, and it's, it's, uh, it's all that fun stuff. Uh, and then chapter eight, um, we get long moans. Here's the thing. Here's the thing why I don't think the long, long moans and the Henningers are monsters is because we mm. get specifically zombie versions of them in yeah. this chapter. That is also true. Yeah. It, it, so they were they were resurrected. These guys are resurrected from the dead, which makes me think that they crumble to ash in the game because it was 1989 and processing power was limited. Yeah, yeah, we got sure. that. I think it might be. Could be. Could be. Like it would be like writing into like a a final fight. Um, uh, or a uh, double dragon novelization be like after after killing the the guy he blinked a few times and disappeared yeah <laughs> yeah that's the the it's like if someone then wrote a book for double dragon and very explicitly described how that exact thing happens when you kill them you know what i right. mean that's like right. me said so it's like if he's you know like writing this book and like he kills them and they still turn into ash i'm like that's now canon in our universe baby yeah. like these yeah. people when they die they turn to ash but as you just said kevin you're right there's also zombie versions of these creatures that yeah. come to life to me, I mean, I guess, you know, you can't conclude that they have souls, but it's certainly implied, or at least I think, you know, because, you know, so. maybe I guess you don't need a soul to be a zombie or like maybe I zombies. What's important they're the soulless husks of the living thing, right? Well, yeah. But, you know, you bring up an interesting point with the soul factor, because I think that that basically lays it out that human creature, they do have souls and therefore require the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, which is, I'm sure, that where the book will end. You know, yeah. or it says, I, I don't want to spoil the ending of the book too much, but there's, you know, the, it seems like there could be even more adventure to come. And, like, what if yeah. that's the ultimate, you know what I mean? That's, the, what, the that's where we land. Giving your life have you, yes, the salvation you of your the, soul. The ultimate adventure of saving your soul. Yeah. And, and Pick your it precious, up. precious virginity. Yes. And yes. your precious, precious virginity. And, and then don't it's be like fat it's either. like the dude <laughs> don't be fat and then the dude <laughs> takes his mask off the author takes his mask off and it's like uh jack chick <laughs> i know oh a, my god it was a chick, a chick track, track all along <laughs> the coolest youth pastor in the world absolutely oh man axe battler cannot sit in a chair normally he has to he has to spin them all around there's no yeah. There's, he has to yeah, sit on it backwards. Yeah. He's got to get that Christ. backwards. Exactly. Let's, hey, let's wrap a little bit. Oh, about yeah. Sorry. A, a man I I know and love. His name's Jesus. Have you <laughs> heard of him? 
And that's Axe Battler at uh, Jeebus Camp. Um, mm. Yeah, that's 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 what he's doing there. You guys could be on to something. We could, we could be, we could be. Um, it's like I'm not reading so back gets, through for subtext. <laughs> subtext. No, subtext. it's really just, subtle. Just, it's Dylan. It's, just yeah. take our word for it. Sure. <laughs> Insert I mean, the, yeah. the 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 Garth Marenghi meme of I know authors who use subtext and they're all cowards. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. I've not seen that. <laughs> um, what's it? I, I'm trying to remember what what it's actually from. I can't remember the name of the show, but it's um, <laughs> it's just this author. He's like, has sunglasses and slick back hair. And the caption at the bottom is, I know uh, I know authors who use subtext and they are all cowards. Yeah, that's awesome. I kind of like, I got to a point in my life where I was like, I almost agree with that. <laughs> sure, yeah, it is. You can kind of see, I mean, and again, that's why Andy, <laughs> Among the best, you know what I mean. Among it's the like, best, I'm going to no, spell it out for you. Yes, right you will know exactly don't think. how I feel and what's please going on. Please don't think. Yeah, please, please don't think. Um, so he's fighting through the zombos. Uh, he gets to the end of the path um, and finds out that he's been walking, and there's only one set of footsteps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where he was being carried <laughs> by death. The big man upstairs, you know what I mean? Yeah, big. Um, yeah exactly. God exactly. is good. And all the God time, is good. God is good. <laughs> and then um then he's been walking on the back of an eagle. Uh on eagle <laughs> now I'm thinking of on eagle's wings. Um uh and you raise me up. Oh god, uh, no. Um oh, wow, okay. Yeah, no. I'm actually I was joking. Someone before, put a wallet but, under his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's really? It's really all coming together now. Um <laughs> and the fiend's path used to be called the friend's path. Um <laughs> Are we writing this down? Are we taking notes? Yeah, we're taking notes. The fiend's path, they dropped an R um at some point. Uh the eagle used to just take people soaring through the sky. Um, and then the eagle is sad that that doesn't happen anymore. So he's going to help Axe Battler. And uh, yeah, something here. It's like the eagle is supposed to be some sort of spirit or something like yeah. of the world. It's somehow also corporeal because it. It's, yeah, he also uh, yeah, gives him it, a ride. Yeah, but I mean, it, just like so a the giant implication. Turtle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. how the, the the something they cast a spell or something. It really doesn't say. It's like this is like the one. Like interesting, I guess yeah. It's like, and then also Phil said about the turtle being like, "Oh, this is interesting," but it's like, not. We're not going to stop on that for too long. Or we're not going to. We're going to no. stop on. Maybe this it's one. obvious in the game. Maybe he's really counting on you to have played it as well. There's no women spelling kill. out the entire <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprising lack of women to murder in the game itself. It's that like, is yeah, the. Let's move along. Let's move it along, fellas. Um, speaking of moving it along, uh, we're going to take a break. And we're going to pause the episode right here. And Dylan's going to be joining us in the next episode for more Golden Axe. More so, Golden Axe. Uh, we'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs>